guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Melissa. And we're recording this remotely, not at Floral Couch headquarters, because it was a little tough to get there in the Minnesota snow. The darn weather. But good news, because now we have calling capability, so we'll have some more fun guests who are not necessarily in the Minnesota area. So. Ooh, can't wait. Ooh. It's weird not to see you while we're recording. I know, we beat off the facial expressions. I mean, I suppose we could do it over FaceTime. We didn't try that. Oh, yeah, we could. Okay. I know they do it over Skype sometimes, but we could. We'll have to try that next time. What's up? How are you faring in this snowy weather? How's your week going? It's going well. It was kind of a busy week, and I feel like we didn't get as much snow as was predicted, so I'm happy about that. That's true. It really wasn't that bad. Yeah. I uh, went to an art show this week, which was really fun. They're having the SUVAC, like, it's an art center, and I have a friend that's on the board, and they're having their holiday show, so there was, like, so many, like, local artists selling things, and it was super cool, and I, like, was overwhelmed by all the things, so I need to go back now and, like, actually make purchases, (laughs) but... Ooh, I want to go. Yeah, highly recommend. What was it called? It's SUVAC. The Sioux Visual Arts Center, I believe it's called. It's in, like, Uptown, right, like, a couple blocks from, like, Lago Tacos. Is it Sioux, like, S-I-O-U-S? S-O-O. Oh, cool. Yeah. How was your week? Pretty good. I feel like we're getting into the busyness of the holiday season where every weekend is packed with, like, a holiday party or some sort of gathering. I'm also working at a retail store seasonally for the holidays, which is fun because it's just something different than my normal like office desk job. I get to dress up and talk to people and feel like I'm being more productive and social rather than just sitting at my computer. So I've had a lot of fun. That's awesome. I've never worked retail, so because it's like kind of Christmas season. So is everyone like excited and happy to be shopping, or do you find customers are like grumpy or? A mix? It depends. I, I mean, it seems like people are so happy. I mean, we're not too far into the season, so the malls have been pretty crowded, though. The store that I work in, the, I mean, the ladies who are normally there working, they said, in their experience, it hasn't been as busy, and they wish it was more busy because they're, I mean, they're trying to sell stuff, so. But I'm only seasonal, so it doesn't really matter to me as much. I'm just there for fun. Yeah, and you get paid hourly, I assume, not, like, on commission. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm technically not really, like, like, I can sell stuff, but not really, like, I don't really have a sales goal or anything. I'm just kind of there to be a support. Gotcha. It sounds like fun. It is fun. I've never worked retail before either, so it's an interesting world. Yeah, it's so different than our desk jobs. I had to take the garbage down. And so it's in a mall, and they have like a couple of different garbage centers where you bring the garbage down and you have to put it in this big dumpster, and it's like a trash compactor, and it like pushes it all together. And it's like so sketchy. You just have to go down this long hallway, and then it's a big service elevator, and it looks like straight out of like a Saw movie. Oh my gosh. Huge, creepy elevator. And I, they made me go by myself because I worked there before, so they just, like, assumed that I knew where to go. 
but I mean, it's been a while, so I got directions, and it was actually a, a garbage place I hadn't been to before, so I got a little lost, and I was, like, <laughs> winding around these long hallways in this, like, dark area, and trying to get on this elevator, and it's a huge elevator, and it won't shut, and the door won't shut, and this guy comes out, and he's like, you going down? And I'm like, yep, and I'm pressing a bunch of buttons, and nothing's happening, and he was like, all right, like, do you know how to work it? I'm like, I'm, I'm new, sorry. And he was like, I don't normally work at this mall, and he was like, yeah, isn't this just, like, a scene for some serial killers? Like, where are they? And Says the random stranger. Don't so then we get down to the garbage place and I have this huge cart full of garbage and I accidentally or not accidentally I didn't know that there was a ramp but after I went out the door and there was a ramp and I stopped the cart only it kept going because I was on a ramp and it rolls it like has a mind of its own and rolls down and goes out this like loading dock (laughs) as I'm trying to put these trash bags into this giant dumpster and the kind serial killer man ran after my cart and got it for me oh he's a nice serial killer and and then all was well but that was my retail trash story so working in the mall is no joke that sounds kind of intense but now i know what to do so (laughs) i don't like to go down there alone i hope next time i don't have to go alone yeah, it sounds like Good a buddy story. system. Mm-hmm. This is random, but recently I was thinking about, do you ever think about how you learn to do things? Like things that are just so natural to you now? Like what? Like my friend Haley posted about her daughter Zuzu, who was sick and threw up for the first time. And she was really upset because she told her mom she spilt her burp. Because the idea oh. of throwing up was just, like, new to her. Like, she had, had never heard of it before, you know? And I was like, that's so funny, like, that those are the things that you have to learn that are just so natural to us now. That is funny. And it's not even, like, you learn to throw up. It just, like, happens. And she didn't know what it was. Right. She was upset that she spilled her burp on her pajamas. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. That's what I'm going to call it now. Right, I know. I, I like it's too cute, and she's fine now, and wasn't phased or like in the pain. So I think we can laugh about it. But cute, <laughs> it's so cute. Anyway, what are we talking about this week? We by by request are talking about self care. Yes, this was a topic that was requested by one of our listeners, and so we're going to talk about all things self care. We actually sent out a request for people to tell us what they do for self-care so let's start by talking about what we do yeah what do you do Emily so I wrote down a couple things and these are things I do just on a daily basis to make myself feel good and also some of them I do if I'm like having a bad day and need to cheer myself up so the number one thing I, I think would be exercise working out I'm really some people hate working out, and they, like, I really don't like when people are like, oh, I just am not a person who can work out, because, well, to each their own, but it's something that I really 
enjoy doing it's something that makes me feel good and it's not it doesn't always have to be like a super intense workout it can just be like going out and taking a walk or like doing a quick yoga class but I have to do that do something active pretty much every morning it's like my little me time I I like to get up early and do it because then I get up and I instead of getting out of bed and saying oh I have to go to work now and I, I get up and I say oh I get to go work out and, and then I have that little break before I, like, have to go to work and be hectic. It's just my me time in the morning. Yeah, you, like, set your mental headspace for the day kind of thing. Yeah, and I also feel like if I don't work out, I'm, like, more sluggish and I feel more tired once I get to work. I, like, working out in the morning energizes me and, like, sets the tone for my day. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, the people that say that they hate working out because, like you said, even just like going on a walk, I feel like people forget that that is a form of exercise and like clearing your head. Like I've recently like daily been going on walks with coworkers and just like through the skyways because we're in hibernation because of the snow. But yeah, it's just like a good way to like clear your head and get away from the stress of work and stuff. Yeah, I like when workplaces or companies encourage you to do stuff like that because like my work has a walking path like it's just a regular building but they have like signs and it kind of I mean it's mapped out like this is a mile if you walk this floor this floor and this floor five times or whatever because your body is not meant to just sit and stare at a computer all day you're not going to be able to focus and be productive if you're if you're just not moving so yeah get up take a break yeah I've never heard of that that's pretty cool the my work doesn't have anything like that but we are connected to a lot of skyways and our health insurance actually like encourages us to get up and walk like if we log so many steps throughout the year kind of thing we'll get like up to three hundred dollars back on our insurance which is kind of cool oh yeah we have that too I feel like a lot of insurance companies do that. Yeah. Keep people healthy. Yeah. What else do you do? So the other thing I really like to do, and I don't do it very often, but it's like a treat for me when I do is getting my nails done because I always feel like I can't do it as well myself. I try, but I just can't. And there's something about having my nails done. I know no one else cares what my nails look like, but I do. And... <laughs> It's just something that makes me feel good. Hey, that's good. I also do that from time to time. And it's just like I feel more put together when my nails are done. I feel like maybe this is just me, but I feel like since I work at a computer all day and I'm typing, I have my hands on the keyboard. I look down at my hands a lot. And so it really is just for me because I'm just I'm the one who has to stare at my hands. Oh my gosh, 1,000% degree. I feel like whenever I pick out a color, I picture like how it'll look typing. Like I pretend to type with the color. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So yeah, it's just Um, for us. Yeah, I feel like we used to convince each other to to go get our nails done when we lived together. We'd be like, hey, I'm going to get my nails done. And then the other person would obviously want to go too. Right. There was a while we went like every two or three weeks like clockwork. I know once you get into that habit, it's hard to break and you have to just be like, no, I'm not going to do it. 
Yeah. And then, yeah, for a while, I just thought, like, okay, no, I'm not doing it until this day. Yep. Wait for an occasion. Yeah, so the other thing thing I do, I call it target therapy. (laughs) Something I learned from you. Yeah, because I started this when I was in college, and I I was living with three other girls, one of them being Lessa, and I would just have these days where I would be super overwhelmed and need to just take a break and not be around people and not, but not be like cooped up in my room. And one thing that I really like to do is just go and walk around Target. I know that's dangerous because I would probably end up buying something. <laughs> but there's there's always so much to look at. You can look, look at clothes. You can look at jewelry. You can look at home decor. You can look at food, like shop for something. And I would just, like, let myself go wander around Target. Anything that caught my eye, I would just wander over to it and browse. And it's just something that helps me clear my head and get away take a break from wherever is stressing me out and I I do it for sometimes I'll do that with walking around the mall too like I don't have intentions of buying things and usually I don't I just like like to wander around let myself look at whatever catches my eye it's not it's kind of it's not like meditating at all but it's similar in the way that like when you're meditating you're supposed to just like let your thoughts come and go it's kind of a stretch metaphor but yeah, well, your thoughts like, are, like, uninterrupted if you're by yourself walking around, too. Right, that's you. So you're just kind of, like, you're by yourself. You can think about whatever you need to think about and kind of clear your head. And just it's a good strategy. So yeah, I, I suggest, I strongly suggest, let's hear about your self-care method. My favorite form of self-care is a bubble bath with... I got this eucalyptus like bath salts that are like stress reducing, which I love. And then with a book, that's like my go-to relax me time kind of thing. I feel like reading in general is kind of my version of self-care, just like escaping. But reading in a bubble bath is like the top. You have good enough tub to take a bubble bath? Enough tub? Like my bathtub is like, three inches tall I try to take a bath in it and not work out <laughs> I mean it's not like a soaker tub I would love like an actual soaker tub but mm-hmm. it's sufficient I feel like it's bigger than slightly bigger than a normal like a tubs I've had previously but not like as big as I would ideally like yeah where's the eucalyptus bath salt from bath and body works is it like the pyramid eucalyptus yep I love that stuff. I have it in like three different lotions and I keep that on my desk at work. Yeah, I have the lotion, the hand soap, the bath salts. <laughs> Just obsessed with it. And the hand that sanitizer. That and anything lavender. I'm all about the lavender. Really? I'm not as big on lavender. Is that supposed lavender to be? Lavender is like a miracle. So my mom is really into essential oils and so she's kind of gotten the rest of our family into it and lavender is one of my favorites because it's really good at calming you down and like helping you sleep and it's also good for like skin problems so if you have like a rash or a mosquito bite or like a weird bug bite it also helps and it smells really good so it's one of my favorites yeah awesome 
you want to hear what some of our listeners do for self-care? Yes, I do. So uh, very similar to us, a lot of these, a lot of people said getting their nails done, reading a book, a bubble bath, candles, which I feel like you do a lot of candles too. Yes, I love candles. Speaking of essential oils and bath and body works. (laughs) What's your favorite candle right now? Uh, We just got one called Frozen Lake, and we've actually gone through two of them now. It's a Bath and Body Works candle or White Barn candle, and when we when we bought it, we and hadn't tried it or hadn't tried it before. But the sales lady was like, "This one sells out every year," and I tried to go stock up this weekend when they had their eight dollar candle sale, but they were sold out of like most of the good candle scents. It was only like Mm. a weird like peach scents left. <laughs> I feel like too they just had their sale um for Black Friday which was like buy three get three free so mm-hmm. they probably were low inventory. Oh, yeah it was slim picking but but Frozen Lake by White Barn is one of my favorites. I also like any scent that's like lemon or like I have like a green tea lemon one that's really good and then like I said before anything lavender. Yeah sweater weather is what's burning at my house right now which I know you're also a fan of Mm -hmm. (laughs) just so seasonal puts me in like a Christmassy mood even though I don't know why it just does it's like cozy so our listeners also talked about face masks a steam room exercise and massages I've only had one massage in my life but it was like a transformative experience but they're so expensive they are that's the worst part I've gotten two. The first one was amazing. The second one I went because I was having like really bad like neck and shoulder pain. And I was like, oh, and asked them to focus on it. And I left and like it was like worse than I when I started. And I was like, I don't know. Something went wrong here. Oh, no. But. Yeah, I don't know how much like certified massage therapists know in relation to like a chiropractor or something. Right. Yeah, I feel like when you go to the chiropractor, do you get the, like, electro, whatever it's called? Yeah, yeah. I actually have, like, a mini one of those. I was going to say, I might need to invest in one of those. It's, like, that is, like, the most relaxing thing ever, I feel like. (laughs) It it really helps. I have one that, like, it just works like a little mini remote, and you put the little pads on wherever you have, like, pain. Yeah. And, yeah, it really helps. Where'd you get it? No. I got a Christmas present, but I can ask where the okay. person got it. So I can probably look too, but or yeah, probably Amazon. Very cool. So I was reading an article. How much do you think the industry of self care makes? Do you have a ballpark guess? I mean, how how are they calculating it? Like how like what is categorized as an industry? Is it like candles and beauty and So I'll read you the top areas. Okay. The first one is personal care, beauty, and anti-aging. Okay. The second one is healthy eating, nutrition, and weight loss. The third is wellness tourism. So like tourism for your mental health. The next one is... What's tourism for your mental health? Wellness tourism. So I think it's like travel for health. So like getting out of your home. Yes. And doing things, 
trips. Yeah, people that go on wellness trips, whether it's like a yoga retreat or something along those lines. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yep. Fitness and mind body. So like yoga. The next one is preventative and personalized medicine and public health. So I, I would think essential oils would like fall into that. Yeah. The next one is traditional and complementary medicine. I don't know exactly how that differs. Wellness real estate is also in that, which I had to look up what that meant. And it means there's like, there's entire communities committed to wellness lifestyles that are supposed to be like kind of utopic. So that's what that's meant by the spa economy, thermal and mineral springs, and then workplace wellness, which is like the program we talked about earlier. Those are the categories that fall into this dollar spend or dollar revenue. Oh my gosh. I, I'm i really bad at numbers and guessing what it would be if I would just say like billions. $4.2 trillion. Or trillions. <laughs> well, because that's so many more industries than just one industry. Like it's hard to call that the self-care industry because so many industries built into one. Yeah. It's called the wellness economy sectors. It's, I guess, the... Yeah. Do you have a guess as to just purely, like, beauty, anti-aging, personal care dollar amount? No. <laughs> About one trillion. So like, a quarter of that. Right. Which I think is expected. Yeah. I... Well, we, I mean, we know that the weight loss industry is just a money-making scam so that's the second highest with 702 billion yeah that's not even that's a topic for another day but <laughs> i i'm also going to talk about getting your hair done as a part of self-care because i know people i've heard people say i'm going to get my hair done self-care but i don't really find that to be self-care but maybe it's because i don't really do anything to my hair do they mean like a blowout or like I've got split like, ends. It's been a half year. I need to go get it cut. Getting a blowout or, like, well, I mean, if you dye your hair or you get, like, highlights, you have to go in every six weeks. And it's true. Get it figured out. And that's just, like, that would stress me out so much if I had to do that. Yeah. I mean, if it's relaxing for them, I guess. But it's expensive, to. I feel like, to go get your hair done that often and... But I will say my hair place, they give you like an eight minute scalp massage, which is pretty fantastic and worth it. (laughs) The same lady has been cutting my hair for my entire life. I've never had anyone else cut my hair but one lady. I mean, she must be good. I'm a creature of habit. Scared to go anywhere else. It's hard to, it's, it takes, it's like some trial and error to find Mm -hmm. your person or you have to like get recommendations from someone. So I was listening to a different podcast and they were talking about, I don't know if it was self-care specifically, but they were basically annoyed because people like talk about getting your nails done and getting your hair done for self-care. But if like the person is stressed out about money, it's actually like just making their issues worse, but you feel good about it because you're putting the label of self-care on it, which I thought was interesting because I do think of that stuff as self-care and if you can afford it, great. But there's also lots of, like, free self-care items you could do. That's true. Like, I could see how someone could get into trouble by saying, this is my self-care, I deserve it, and I'll figure it out later. And then they're, like, spending all this money they don't have on expensive nail things and hair salon stuff. But, yeah, you're right. That's really not, like, 
it's part of self-care if that's like your time to go like think and relax while whoever does your hair or your nails but I actually find that relaxing like I think we've talked about this before where sometimes it's like you don't you want to get your nails done so that they'll look nice but I don't want to go sit there for an hour while I do it right I just want them to be done yeah so like that's not relaxing for me but I do get get your point about what you're saying that I mean clearly by the article you just shared it's it's making a lot of money and some and people get just like they get caught in the weight loss marketing scheme they get caught in the self-care marketing like self-care beauty right and then yeah they feel better about it by labeling it self-care and I'm sure advertised campaigns play on that and they make it seem like oh, like, do this because you'll feel better, you'll feel more relaxed, when really they just want your money, so. Right. I mean, it's working, clearly, with that dollar amount, but just an interesting concept. It's cost-benefit. We're just suckers in the system. (laughs) Yes. So, Alyssa, if you had a reality show about your self-care routine, what would it be called and why? A reality show about my self-care routine. (laughs) <laughs> so the first thing that comes to mind is bath time with Alyssa, but that's weird. <laughs> Wait, did you ever watch all that? Yes. Isn't that, that was like one of their skits where they had yeah, w- Thompson in the bathtub and he was like a French guy? Yes. Did he have rubber duckies too? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. I can't remember what it was called, but. That's the first thing I thought when you said that. That's hilarious. So, yes. It's really not that weird. It's no. People, people have done it. I also follow, do you follow a girl with no job on Instagram? I do, yes. She does like bath time Q&As where she has like 3 million followers or something. And she just like posts that she's in the bath and taking questions and, and then she answers them. Oh my gosh. I've been really into reading like. Q&As of random celebrities recently. Like, I don't know why. I just think it's so funny to hear what people's advice is. <laughs> the people want to know. Yeah. What would yours be called? Oh, man, I wasn't prepared. Well, I talked about just wandering around. So wandering around with Emily. <laughs> I don't know why that's like our formula for real. <laughs> yeah, what you're doing with yourself. <laughs> Wait, that's sounded weird. It tells people what the show's going to be about. Yeah. Very clear. (laughs) No mysteries here. (laughs) Should we uh, do some listener questions? Yes, we have two listener questions this week. The first one is an interesting situation, so I look forward to hearing what you think about this. Okay. So our listener said, Dear Petal Peeps, I've been dating my boyfriend for a few months now and everything is great. His mom recently added me on Facebook and started messaging me, which was fine at first, but it's starting to get weird. She messages me every few days, almost as a way to get through to her son. She'll ask me questions about what he's up to or ask me to remind him to do things. For example, she asked me to remind him to renew his car tab, and when he went on a trip with friends, she messaged me to ask if I knew when he was coming home. Am I the only one who thinks this is strange and kind of annoying? My boyfriend doesn't have a bad relationship with his mom. I think he's just bad at communicating. What do you guys think? I feel like 
that's a little helicopter parenting and she wants the girlfriend to also be a parent and that is definitely not her responsibility <laughs> yeah I I mean like a slightly similar thing has happened to me before and I mean I just dealt with it by being super upfront and and I mean you can't like be mean or like tell the mom to stop doing it obviously so I would just tell your boyfriend what she's messaging you when she's messaging you because you don't need to, you don't want to start this like secret relationship with your boyfriend's mom. So just be, if you think it's weird, tell your boyfriend about it. Maybe if he feels comfortable, he can say something to his mom. But I mean, he doesn't have to be mean to her about it either. Or you can just be like, hey, talk to your mom so that she doesn't have to talk to me. Right. I feel like it's almost something she doesn't need to address with the mom, but she should address no. with her boyfriend who should then yeah. address it with his mom. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. So but, I think you should t- tell your boyfriend. Yeah. And you're not alone. I also think it's weird. <laughs> yeah. I think it's weird too. When did you uh, add your husband's mom on Facebook? Or who added who? Oh my gosh. I don't even know. It was so long ago. <laughs> but there's no Facebook messaging? There were no. There was no Facebook messaging, no. Gotcha. Uh, what's our next question? Our next question is... What books are you ladies reading right now, or what book recommendations do you have? You go first, because you're the reader. So right now I'm in the middle of two. I'm reading the Chip and Joanna Gaines book, and I'm like super Ooh. like new to into it. But so far, so good. And then I'm almost done with Pretty Baby, which is like a fiction, kind of like mystery story, which... So far, I'm intrigued. I tend to read a lot of fiction mysteries as of late. What's the Chip and Joanna Gaines book? Is it just kind of like an autobiography? or? Yeah, it's kind of cute the way it's written. Like, it's written from her personality, like telling stories of how they met, etc. And I'm not too far into it, so maybe it changes. But And then it's like in italics will be like, eh, that, like his responses, like, that's not how I remember that, blah, 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 which I think is kind of cute. It's like them having a conversation, but you're like reading it in a book. That is cute. I like that. And then you, it's kind of a variety yeah. of perspectives. Right. It's a bunch of like short stories about their life, I mm-hmm. guess. I love autobiographies and biographies. Yes. I also got, um, I haven't started it yet, but you might be interested. Val from Dancing with the Stars, I think, has an yeah. autobiography, Ooh. which I purchased. So I'll let you know how it is, but I'm excited to I'll read it. I'll come to the library of Alyssa and check it out <laughs> when you're done. Anytime. What are you reading right now? Or what do you? Well, what have you read that you like? Speaking of autobiographies, I have two books from the library of Alyssa right here. <laughs> that I borrowed from you a few weeks ago. And one of them is Lauren Graham's autobiography, talking as fast as I can. And I'm about halfway through it. And I think it's really good. I'm like fascinated by actors and how they got their start and what their life was like before and what their family is like and just like learning about what they're like in real life. So... Did you read Lauren Graham's first book? The novel, like the fiction novel. Oh, is that what it was? I never read it, but I knew you had read it and didn't love it, right? 
No, I liked it. I remember thinking it was kind of a predictable story, but it was it was pretty good. Okay. It wasn't bad. Gotcha. But yeah, it's it's like basically like a, a novel. Okay, I didn't realize that. I thought it was a also an autobiography, but yeah, it's kind of like a light, feel good winter story. Gotcha. Okay. And then I'm also reading The Wedding Date. I just started it actually last night. And so far, so good. It's like a I Hallmark like movie just, in like, a book. light, romance fun stories when I'm not in the mood to read a scary mystery, which I will do, but yes. sometimes I need a break from that, especially when I'm listening to, like, scary podcasts, true crime podcasts. Do you listen to a lot of true crime podcasts? No, I just started listening to one because I heard an interview of Payne Lindsay, who does Up and Vanished. Have you heard of that? I have not. I heard an interview of him on a different podcast, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll start listening to that. And so I, like, binged it one, like, a whole season one day at work and was, like, scarred for life and had to stop listening. (laughs) Did you ever listen to Dear John? No. Okay, I haven't either, but I know a lot of people like it, and I just keep seeing they're making a, like, mini-series out of it, so I'm like... It's a true crime podcast? I believe so, yeah. Do you know what it's about? It looks, the previews of the miniseries looks to be this lady starts dating this guy who turns out to be kind of like a psychopath, basically. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have, to, I'll have to maybe check it out. I love those, I love those stories and I get super sucked in and I'm fascinated, but then I'm like scarred and can't sleep and like it's all I can think about. And it's really bad. That's why I can't watch scary movies or scary shows. Yeah. I almost feel like the listening to a true crime podcast freaks me out more than like watching a like a crime TV show because they tell it like it's real, like they're reporting real news. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is real. Right. But it just like, I'd like to pretend it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, listening to true crime is not part of my self-care. <laughs> I just looked it up. It's an investigative journalism podcast, which I would think is true crime. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's Dirty John. Is that what I was saying? Not so Dear John. Dear John. Definitely Dirty John, but yeah. So if anyone's listened, let me know how it is. <laughs> I do want to mention Friends being taken off Netflix because I had a panic moment earlier today when I found out about that. Because apparently, without saying anything, Netflix, like, sneakily put on the exp- expiration date or whatever it's called when you pull something up on Netflix. It says, like, on Netflix until, and it said January 1st, 2019. They, like, snuck it in there? It wasn't on, like, the list they released? I don't think so. At least that's not what anyone Super said. Super sneaky. Like, yeah. All the news I heard was that they just, like, put it on there over the weekend. But then... I guess the the response was so big in, like, a few hours. Like, I found out probably, and then probably, like, four hours later, I found out that they, or Netflix tweeted that they were not actually going to take it off. It's going to stay on there through the end of 2019. So, I was, like, and I'm, like, halfway through friends, and I've never watched it before, so I was, like, I only have a few weeks left to finish it out. <laughs> I was panicking. 
but now I can breathe easy for plenty of time. Yeah, until the end of next year. Don't don't wait too long. But I was reading things about people who like they turn on friends when they're feeling alone or when they can't sleep or when they're scared. And I feel like if that was if I did that I would be so sad. Right. But now it's all good. Yeah. At least for twenty nineteen. <laughs> And then you'll have to find a new show to turn on to comfort you. Yeah, you're watching Friends too, aren't you? I am, very slowly, <laughs> in between other... I feel like I turn it on when I'm watching something that's, like, a little heavier, and then it's, yeah. like, something lighthearted to watch in between. Yeah. Have you watched it before? I feel like I've seen most of the episodes, like, just on TV. Like, my parents would always watch it and stuff growing up. But I've never watched it, like, from start to finish. So this is the first time from start to finish. My parents would not. They didn't watch it, and they wouldn't let me watch it. I remember when they had the finale. I think I was in, like, fourth grade or something. And someone had made a big deal about it at school. And so I was like, oh, I want to watch the Friends finale, too, even though I didn't even know what that was. And so I went home and told my mom. And I was like, Mom, I'm going to watch the Friends finale it's on at 8 p.m and she was like no you're not and I was really mad because she wouldn't let me watch it (laughs) but you've forgiven her since (laughs) yes and now that I'm watching friends I'm like okay now I know why my mom did not let me watch this when I was in elementary school right yeah I was probably too young but I probably also just like didn't understand a lot of the things that was were happening so and you don't remember now so it's fine right so thanks, everyone, for listening to our self-care episode. If we miss any important self-care things that you like to do, let us know. And let us know if you have any uh, future episodes, ideas, or anything you really want to hear about. We'll do more Dear Pedal Peeps on future episodes. So if you need advice or just want to ask us questions, get us talking about books, podcasts, anything just shoot us a question at Floral Couch Conversations on Instagram and Floral Couch Conversations at gmail.com. And Floral Couch Conversations on Facebook. And feel free to give us however many stars you think we deserve and leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or SoundCloud or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.